Hey sluts, you're listening to the Sacred Slut Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Cavanaugh. This podcast is for you if you are ready to live a life full of pleasure, passion, and prosperity through your unique magnetism. This podcast will give you everything you need to step into your power, to embrace your deepest desires, and help you start living your most pleasure-filled life right now. Each week, we will dive into topics like business, spirituality, sex, relationships, wealth, empowerment, and anything and everything you can think of so that way you can be, do, have, and hold it all to create a life that turns you the fuck on. I use these tools and teachings in my own life to magnetize massive success in the form of people, places, opportunities, and experiences that have me feeling the most turned on. And now I coach my clients on how they can use their own magnetism to build a life and business that is just as profitable as it is pleasurable. I want you to think of this podcast as your weekly dose of pleasure that will get your juices flowing and leave you craving for more. I am so turned on to have you here, so let's dive in. Hello, sluts, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh my goodness. Little life update, I guess. Um, (laughs) I personally have just been going through it, right? I've been having a moment menstruating, having all the things, and (laughs) I've just been having a moment here. And something I've been really just playing into, and I think it really ties in with today's episode, is that I've really been playing into the realms of letting go, surrendering, and almost in this way of up-leveling, right? And I think when we think about these kind of hard moments that we have, these moments where we feel like we're processing a lot, where like old shit's coming up and we're feeling like all this wounding's coming up. And when these moments happen, I think it's easy for us to feel like we're going backwards, right? We feel like we're regressing. We feel like we're not making progress when in reality, the processing or the you know, the wounds kind of resurfacing is really an opportunity for us to go deeper, for us to, um, in a way, up level, right? It's a way for us to almost revisit and maybe for the last time, like tie up some loose ends that might still be holding on, right? And not saying that they won't come up again or that our programming won't come up again, but It's really a moment for us to not beat ourselves up around it, to not like make ourselves wrong for feeling a certain way, and really just looking at it through a lens of just compassion and understanding and empathy for our past selves or our current selves or possibly our future selves, right? It's such a beautiful opportunity for us to just ground into almost like this transformation, right? Because we're looking... I I feel like every time I process something that feels like I've processed something already, right? It is kind of a new layer, a new up level. And it gives me an opportunity to just like almost see the progress that I have had. And that can be a really beautiful thing. 
And so I guess if you're kind of in this moment of this kind of dark night of the soul or this kind of not even maybe that deep of a dark night of soul, right? Maybe just the feelings of these wounds resurfacing and you're just like, fuck, I, I've been through this already. I'm so done with it. Like, what if this is an opportunity to just decide that you're done with it or that you want to choose differently or that you want to become a different version of yourself? And maybe that was just like the last loose ends that need to be tied up, right? So in a way, I'm feeling a little bit, I feel like I say this a lot on the podcast and it's very true, you guys. I really wish um, if I could just paint you a picture of who I used to be in the past, like there are so many layers and so many things that I used to do and so many ways of being that I used to be that I really don't resonate with anymore. And it's one of those things of like, I really am having a hard time and I'm just going to be honest, right? I'm going to be transparent. Like I'm having a hard time letting go these kind of past mistakes or these past ways of being or these kind of, I don't even want to say regrets because I've learned, but also like in a way of these like kind of cringy moments of myself um, where my trauma resurfaced or like these things um, I'm just not super proud of, right? With my relationships and everything. And now I'm taking the time to kind of learn and grow and evolve and change and shift. And I feel like these rebirth cycles for me have just been so back to back to back to back. So that's what I mean by like me saying this on the podcast that I am, like, I feel like I say it a lot. It's because it is a lot, like it is a lot for me to kind of grow through go through and grow through (laughs) um, in a short period of time. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the opportunity that I've given myself, the spaciousness, the capacity that I have now to kind of hold this. It's, It's really amazing because I think in the past, I just didn't have the capacity to hold it. So anyway, wanted to give that as a little intro to today's podcast episode because I think it kind of ties in a little bit when we're really going to be talking about surrendering today. And this is was brought up because um, my client and I were having this conversation and you guys like, I swear I learn just as much from my clients as they learn from me. They probably think of it differently, but I, <laughs> I feel like when they say clients are a mirror, they are not kidding. Any type of relationship um, is really a mirror back to us. And so I almost get challenged with my clients and I love it because it gives me an opportunity to kind of grow and shift and change and see how I can apply what I'm teaching them into my own life as well. And sometimes I need that reminder for myself to like practice what I'm preaching, right? So today's episode I wanted to share with you because I felt this was such a little, it was an aha moment for myself, but also really for my client as well. And It's something that I think I've been suppressing for a little while or not letting myself experience. And so it was really cool to just kind of see that grow and evolve in real time. And now I want to kind of share that with you. So we talk about surrendering a lot and I've probably talked about surrendering in the past, but now I'm taking on a new lens as far as surrendering goes. And I think that we get tripped up on what surrendering means and detachment and all the things, right? So 
right now, currently I am working through some, you know, codependency issues, some attachment issues, and I'm learning so much on how this applies to business and to sales and to, um, client to coach relationships. And so I've been really practicing, um, as far as detachment goes, detachment in the sense of like when a client comes into your sphere, when you are um, in contact, maybe you've had a sales conversations with them or anything like that, that this art of almost practicing detachment, but almost still holding the energy, holding the space for the client, right? Because a lot of the times when, especially if you're practicing ethical sales, um, cont- uh, I don't want to say scripts, but like ethical sale practices. There we go. When you're having that, you give um, space for the potential client, right? You give space for your clients to really just be their own people and to grow and learn and evolve and to make their own empowered decisions, right? So obviously I teach my clients to do the same. And so therefore, whenever I have sales conversations or whenever my clients have sales conversations with potential clients, they are... um, they usually give the client space if they're not an immediate yes on the phone um, or on the call, right? That they give them space in a specified container, right? And they give them space to kind of go and make that decision from an empowered place, right? Not from a place of fear, not from a place of lack, or not from a place of pressure, right? And so what this does as a coach or as the other person on the other side um, you know, sometimes we can be super attached to that yes or that no, right? And so what I, my goal for my clients is to really get them in a place of detachment, right? But I think what it's been happening or sometimes it just doesn't really click whenever I talk about this, everybody's like, what does that even mean? Um, And I'm like, okay, we'll think about surrendering, think about all that stuff. And they're like, what does it even mean? And I get that. I get why maybe we're not like something isn't clicking here. And so what I've come to realize is that it's not clicking because we are associating detachment with not caring. And I think that obviously if you're in the business of helping people, if you're in the business of holding space for people, you really fucking care, right? Of course you care. You have to care, right? And if who else honestly is going to care about your business other than you, right? And I mean that in the nicest way possible is that your business is your passion. It's your baby and you're doing it for a reason, And you're holding that container for a reason, right? And you're probably doing it because you really fucking love it, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. And then that also, in turn, you really fucking care if you're successful or not, right? You really fucking care if that client has a transformation or not. You really fucking care if that space is held in a way that's ethical and um, passion-driven and just holistic, right? All in turn is that you really fucking care. And so, of course, the idea of quote unquote detachment is not going to resonate, right? Because you're like, what do you mean? I just don't fucking care, right? And so me and my client were having this kind of conversation around it. And she was like, but I really care. I really do care. And, you know, of course I care if they say yes, right? And she's like, but I'm also okay if they say no. 
And I was like, well, that's that's kind of what we're getting at right here, <laughs> right? And I'm like, well, why would it be okay if they said no, right? Because that's kind of like rejection. Why would it be okay if they said no? And she was like, well, it would be okay if it's in an empowered place, right? From an empowered space. If they're just like, this is not aligned, I don't want it. And I'm happy for them, right? And so, and of course, like there's things to hold after that as the coach being kind of rejected, right? Because in a way you're, you're being rejected, right? And that's okay. That's, you know, it's still an empowered rejection, right? And of course that's like, I'm going to do a whole separate episode on rejection. I think it's really fascinating, but for this specifically, it's like, of course you care if they say yes, an empowered place. And if they say no, an empowered place, right? of course you care about their transformation and what they want to create. So we were kind of kind of going back and forth and I was like, you know what? What if we played with this, right? Because you guys know I love reclamation. I can't even fucking talk about it. You guys know I love reclamations. There we go. And you know that I love kind of like playing with the things that we've been taught that are bad, right? The things that we've been taught that are wrong and um, and I'm playing into this. So I'm like, you know what? What if we played into this and was like, you know what? What if you were attached? What if you were attached to the outcome, right? And I think this is kind of like reverse therapy or something. I don't know. But like, I'm just doing this from a place of like, let's play with this. Like, honestly, let's just get curious. Let's try it out and see what happens, right? So what I had her do was for a week just to like check in with me because I give all my clients like a boxer access. They have really um, intimate space with me, right? And they get like all pretty much all my attention, right? So whenever you see me slacking on social media or something, it's because my one-on-one private clients come first, right? And so I'm like, how about you check in with me pretty much every day, right? And tell me like, how excited you are about your business, how attached you are to your business, how it, how passionate you are with your business and how um, every sales call that we're having that you're like, yes, I want them to sign. I want them to sign. Because the thing was, is that sometimes we hold ourselves back from like the thing that we want because we just can't fucking admit it to ourselves, right? We just can't fucking admit to ourselves that like we want the love, we want the thing, we want the money, we want the success, right? And we make ourselves wrong. We make ourselves wrong for wanting those things because if otherwise, then we're too attached, right? Or it means something about us or it means we're a bad person or that we only want one thing or that all we care about is money. And like, no, like two things can be true at the same fucking time, right? And so like you can really want a transformation for your client, you would want them to make an empowered decision and you can still want to make money, right? You can still want to provide for yourself and your family and live the life that you want to live, right? So when it comes to this idea, this is really the core base of surrendering to me. This is like playing in the attachment and the excitement of wanting the thing, right? Because what I see people do is hold them back from the excitement because they're worried about possibly the possibility of disappointment, right? But like, what if you gave yourself permission to just play in to the excitement of having the thing that you want? What if you played into the actual, like owning the 
the authentic desire that you want, right? Like, is that so bad? Is that so bad that you want to provide for people, that you want to feel good about the work that you're putting out into the world, that you want to feel successful, that you want to feel like you've achieved the things that you've wanted out of life, right? Is it so bad that you desire love? Is it so bad that you um, desire connection, right? God, this reminds me of a tech talk that I put out a long time ago um, about how when I was dating, how I just couldn't admit to myself that I wanted a long-term relationship because that meant that I was needy or that meant I was too much or that I was asking too much of somebody when in reality, what I, I kept falling into dead ends because I just wouldn't let myself feel into the desire of that. I wanted a long-term relationship, right? And I felt that made me wrong. That made me bad. That made me too attached. That made me not independent enough. Um, and so therefore, I constantly denied myself of that. But in that very, in that very back of my brain, it was like, you want this, you want this. And so I kept going down dead ends um, and just pretty much becoming resentful and not making it a fun experience for myself, right? So, and I think I would have had more fun if I just was, if I owned that I wanted that and then practiced the detachment, right? But not continued to pursue avenues that I knew wouldn't get me where I wanted to go, right? So, okay. So this is where things kind of come together here around the notes that I wrote for this podcast episode, which is like, I think that we think that we are desperate or we fall into that, right? If we fall into like this, um, if we're too attached, then we're desperate or we're needy or blah, 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 right? Which is in turn, like on the scale of good and bad, I guess, if there ever is a scale, <laughs> is that we make ourselves bad, right? We make ourselves wrong for being too needy, being too desperate. And like, I think that there's a balance between, and we just don't have enough examples of like healthy attachment to something, right? And I think that the, we can find a balance of those two things, right? We can find a balance between not being so attached to the one thing, to the one specific outcome, but also being attached to the desire, being attached to that specific desire and not making ourselves wrong for that specific desire, right? And then also, um, I, I wrote down... <laughs> As like, are you the question of like, are you really needy for wanting the minimum, right? Because uh, this this is a conversation around like pricing and um, how we show up in our in um, our work, right? And like, are you really needy for setting yourself a price that is going to literally take care of you, like the bare minimum of what you need to survive? Like, is it really needy for, or like asking too much if, um, and this goes for relationships as well, right? Like, are you really too needy or asking for too much when this is just literally going to be the bare minimum of what you want to be provided for, right? So, so I guess thinking about all this, playing into the energy of this almost like surrendered woman energy, which is like, she's attached, right? She's attached to 
living her best life. She's attached to her desires, her authentic truth, right? She's attached to who she wants to become, right? However, she is not attached to a specific person, to a specific outcome, to a specific um, like way or step or anything like that. She is just there for the vibes, okay? She's there for the energy. She's there to uh, like embody that energy and she's going to get it no matter what. She knows that it's always there for her no matter what. This brings me back to a beautiful analogy I heard from a coach, uh, one of my coaches from a long time ago. She talked about this surrendered woman energy is like when you are let's say a woman that is going out to a restaurant, right? And you've had plans to go out to this restaurant for so long. Um, and let's say you didn't make reservations, right? Cause you're just had so much trust, <laughs> so much trust in this, um, restaurant that you didn't even think to make a reservation. You knew it was going to be available. You're ready to go. Right. And you're like, no matter what a table's going to be available, a table. I'm going to have a seat. I'm going to have a place to eat. And I get all, you get all dressed up. She's, she's ready to go. She's so done up. She's, she's having so much fun. She brought along all the people that she loves. Right. And they show up to the restaurant and it's fucking busy. And they go, ma'am, do you have a reservation? She goes, no, I just trusted. I just trusted that there was going to be a place here. And then Instead of going, oh my God, I can't fucking believe myself. I'm so fucking mad at myself. Forget it. Forget the whole night. I'm just going to go home. I'm just going to cry. I'm never eating out again. I'm never, you know, doing this again. I'm never hanging out with all the people that I brought with me again because I'm just so embarrassed. I'm so humiliated. It's never happening. Is that what she does? No. What she does instead is that she goes, oh, okay, now I know. I've learned. If I want to go to this specific restaurant, I need to make a specific reservation, and that's okay. It's not tonight, but it will be eventually. So what am I going to do tonight? I'm all dressed up. We're already out. We're having so much fun. Let's just go down to the pizza joint because I know that no matter what, I will always have a table. Mm. I will always have a table. I know I will always have a seat at the table, even if it wasn't exactly in the specific place that I needed, that I thought I was going to be. I know that I will always have a seat. I know that what I desire is always going to be available to me and it'll always find its way to me, even if it's not exactly how I envisioned it. And even if it's not exactly how I envisioned it, what, who's to say that how I exactly envisioned it, it, it isn't going to be available to me the next night or next week or next month, right? So I really invite you to take on this surrendered woman energy when it comes to pretty much everything in your life, okay? <laughs> Which is this balancing act between attachment, between the excitement, the what ifs, the what if this does fucking work? What if I am doing all the right things? What if I'm more than enough to have this, right? And then surrendering in the sense of like, I know people are still going to have free will. I know that no matter what, I'm going to serve the right people in the right places. Um, 
in the right time? How can I trust that I will always have a seat at the table? That I will have the seat at a table? And maybe that table will be even better than I ever fucking imagined. Hmm. Well, that's the episode for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, As always, I have my one-on-one business coaching open. If you guys want to play in these very fun energies of surrendering, of attachment, of playing into all this polarity, really, all the duality of our life, because... I truly believe that more than one thing can be true at once. And the more we embody this kind of duality, the more clarity we will get on our businesses, our life. And that's when things are allowed to be easy. When we stop making things mean something about ourselves, um, mean that we're not worthy or that we don't have what it takes because you really do. I think that... There are so many people that deserve to be business owners that haven't been given the tools that they need to really thrive. Um, they've been giving, they've been given these cookie cutter systems that just weren't meant to work for everyone. So I really pride myself on bringing in um, a very customized approach to my coaching. And yeah, I mean that is just unlike I've seen most coaches do, honestly. And I set the container and I find ways for you to honestly thrive and be successful no matter where you're kind of landing right now. And if you feel like you want to start a business or you've already started a business, but you're not where you want to be yet, like always jump on a call with me, right? There's absolutely no strings attached to my connection calls. And I honestly just want to be there with you and connect. I give you a full hour that's completely free with no strings attached. And you get to really experience my coaching on a one-to-one real-time customized level. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, As always, if you love this episode, definitely share it. Share with a friend, a family member on your Instagram story or anywhere where you really show up. Make sure to tag me so I can love on you and send you all the gratitude. And until next time, guys, have a beautiful, beautiful week. I hope you practice um, being too attached and have fun with that. Um, And we'll talk soon. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Sacred Slip Podcast. I hope this episode has your juices flowing and has you feeling inspired to create your own version of a pleasure-filled life. I would love, love, love it if you could leave this podcast a rating and review, hopefully five stars. This really helps out the podcast to reach more women like yourself so that way we can empower each other and create a beautiful community. If this episode has brought you value, please share it with a friend, a family member, your partner, a coworker, or even on your social media. If you do post on your social media, make sure to tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on your Instagram. So that way I can thank you and send you so much love. Also make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so that way you never miss an episode. If your pussy and intuition is craving more and to dive deeper into this work, check out my website and ways that you can work with me through my signature courses and intimate coaching containers. 
sending you so, so much love. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye, sluts.